Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Hey, welcome to Tuesday show. Morning, studio. Morning. All right, here we are. Let's get going here. Around the room, let's see what everybody has to say. While in Austin, he got busted for throwing trash on the ground. <laughs> I don't remember that. And he'll be this season's easy trivia champ if he wins one more round. Come here he on. is, producer Eddie. Hey, Bones, I, I normally don't do this, so if you if it's okay with you, can I do a shout-out? Okay. Okay, so last week we played at a golf tournament at Jake Owen's house. and I mean, is it really a golf tournament? What was that, a bucket tournament? He made a little course out of his yard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so his twin brother, Jared, comes out to me. I hadn't seen him in years. And he's like, dude, what's up? I listen to you guys every single morning. We talked for a little bit. Then we played the tournament. At the end of the tournament, he ended up like being first by, like I don't know, six strokes or something. And so he goes, dude, you do me a favor. Like, I listen every morning. Like I said, can you do a shout out for me on the radio and say, Jared, for beating your twin brother, Jake, at his own tournament? Yeah. So I guess that's the shout out. Jared, shout out, dude. You beat your brother at his own tournament. It's pretty cool. I have nothing to do with this, by the way. <laughs> that's on you. That's on you guys. <laughs> so hilarious. Thank you, Eddie. All right. Next up, he wants to make money by selling set lists that artists have signed. But that's not a business idea that I want to get behind. Here he is. Lunchbox, everybody. Yeah. So I've tried something new the first two days of this week. I have run before I come to work. I get oh. up extra early because I've been having a, a, a whole mental and like conundrum when I go home from work. It's mm-hmm. like, do I take a nap or do I go for a run? And so if you pick nap, then you don't have time to run. If you go run, you don't have time to nap. So I've done it two days in a row, and the only problem is I haven't been able to time it out well, so I've gone two days, I go run, and then I don't have time to shower when I get back, and so I have had to come into the studio stinky, but it's kind of cool. You're shower. You shower. What do I do? Run. But, That's right. Listen, here's the thing. He takes three-hour naps sometimes, so he does have time to do both. He could do an hour run or whatever, and then an hour and a half, two-hour nap. Uh, no, I don't want to interrupt my nap. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Average nap is? I think it's two hour, uh, maybe an hour and a half. Why'd you average back off Average hour that? and a half. Why'd you, what's long? Because you said average. What's long? 
Long is three hours. Okay, what's short for a full nap for you? Short is 45 minutes. And out of five work days, how many days do you nap? Four. Which day do you not? Probably Friday. Friday. I just, it just depends. It varies, you know, stuff going on at the house. You know, kids got this or need to go do this. My wife wants to go to lunch, something like that. I got to, you know, I got to sacrifice the nap. And do you nap on the weekends? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. How do you nap on the weekend when everybody's like home? Man, because you're just going, 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 and then you just sit down and you're like, you fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just tiring. So out of seven days, how many do you nap? Five. So usually 50% of the weekends. Yeah, 50% of the weekends, I would yeah. say. All right. Well, good luck on your runs. I think we've all at some point attempted to work out before we came in. Yeah. Years it's ago. It suffers a quick, violent death. You're just like this stupid, <laughs> yeah. no way. All right, let's go around. She didn't mean to, but she ruined the pay it forward chain at Starbucks. But now her latest sign from above is her backyard ducks. Here she is, Amy, everybody. Yes. My ducks aren't. My ducks haven't come around. Oh, they're gone? <laughs> I don't know. They weren't there the other. Oh, no. like, I haven't seen them in a few days. So what does that mean? Okay. Were they ever really there? Yes, I had video. Hey, sure. Okay. okay. So speaking of my yard where my ducks hopefully will come back to visit, everything is dead or 75% of it. Every, a lot of people in town are experiencing this. I guess we had a late freeze and my bushes, part of it's green, part of it's brown. So I bought this spray. It was an ad on Instagram and it spray paints your bushes or grass or whatever green. So does it work? Yes. Is it going to kill my plants in some way? TBD. Who cares? They're already dead. <laughs> That's so cool. Because, like, it says it's okay that like, it's not toxic to your plants or whatever. This stuff is so legit. It looks like I just had yard people come and put all new bushes in. Wow. But what if it rains or dews? TBD. That's the... <laughs> That, I have some things Stop that are Stop pointing still- at me when you say TBD. She points at me and goes, TBD. Because like, I'm like, still some things I'm trying to figure out because it hasn't rained yet. But I am like, this stuff is genius. If not, I'm never replacing anything. I'm just going to keep ordering cans of this stuff and spraying it. Because I had yard people come by and quote what it would cost to remove some of the really dead ones. And I was like, well, that's unbelievable. I'm not I'm not paying that. So for the really dead ones, I just got to order it. They have these... um more than just spray cans, like a like a sprayer, like a big bucket, and you put the thing on your back. Like and you're killing pests. Yes. Yeah. And I'm just gonna do Amy's the whole, whole yard is gonna be turf and painted green. <laughs> yes. Okay. Good for you. Just wait. I like it. Wait. Speaking of that, we have to remove like six trees. Don't remove them. Call me. What? You're just gonna, gonna paint them? them all green all the way up? I'll come over with my thing. <laughs> she paints the trees. I already went on Amazon and I'm I looked at the whatever I need to get. Like you said, shh, like the exterminator. Yeah. That's exactly what it looks like. It's like a backpack. Uh, good for you, because for us to pull down six trees and cut the stumps out, it's like $6,000. Oh, my goodness. I'm out. And I just had the dog. I put how much Stanley cost when I'd go to the vet. All of that, it was like 4000 bucks. Hey, you don't want to just go to like Home Depot and rent a chainsaw? We, we can do it on the weekend? You and me? You want to cut the stumps out of all get, six of them? Get some beers and just have fun. <laughs> Call a jump party. <laughs> I think a lot. No, I don't. Okay. I just want it done right. So, no. All I don't. right. All right. Let's do me. Ray, go ahead. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he sometimes drinks water from a box, and he thinks the Whole30 diet rocks. Bobby Bones. Thank you. I want to say this. I told a story maybe a year and a half or so ago. My wife and I were at this place having like a breakfast type thing, and this old couple sat down right beside us, and we started talking to them, and they were from like the same situation we were. He was a little older than her. 
Uh, he was from Arkansas. She was from Oklahoma. We had this whole conversation with them for like 20 or 30 minutes. And they were giving us all this advice on being a married couple because they, okay, whatever. So I go to the bathroom. I come back and they're gone. I told the story on the air. And I'm like, Kayla, did you see them leave? She's like, I didn't see them leave. I'm convinced that was us in the future. And Whoa. We do, you, do you remember the story? Mike, do you? I remember that. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Because they were just gone. And yeah, Kayla didn't see them leave either. I'm convinced that was us in the future. Did, did he have glasses on like you? But they weren't as dark rimmed. They were like uh, bi- like bifocal type oh, glasses. Well, hey, that so could be they you. came from a different dimension? Okay, but we already had this talk. I'm not even talking about that. I have a new story, but you guys don't remember the old story. I don't remember the old one. I don't. Well, we tell a lot of stories. <laughs> I know we do. Hey, maybe the future you didn't want us to remember the old one. No, no. Okay. okay. So look, I'm convinced we sat beside our older selves and that we, we came back from the future and gave us good advice. That being said, I think I sat across from girl version of me at the restaurant the other day. What? Yeah. We were at dinner and, th- and this girl, my friend was sitting in front of me, Caleb sat on my right, and he got up to go to the bathroom. And I looked across. She looked exactly like me, but a girl. And I said, Caitlin, that looks like me as a girl. She was like, oh my God. So I think Bizarro World girl me <laughs> ended up in the same place as me. And all that's supposed to happen. Was she hot? No. 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 <laughs> I mean, in that, it looked like me. She had darker yeah, yeah. glasses. No. <laughs> that's crazy. It just was long hair. It was just like wow. me with long hair. So I've now met me from the future and Bizarro World me. Why do you think all this is happening though? Fracture in the timeline. Ooh. Is Earth about to explode? The upside down or whatever. I'm not supposed to be in the same room with Bizarro me. And wow. I was. So, Bizarro female you. <laughs> I wish I could get one of my friends on who was there or, or even have Caitlin tell him she looked just like me. Did wow. you try to sneak a pic? No, been too creepy. And I would have known if it's Bizarro me because I would have known what other Bizarro me was up to. Correct. It's like when Spider-Man, there's one Spider-Man who wears the dark Spider-Man costume. Yeah. Who, what's that about? Venom. Oh, that's who that is? Yeah. Oh, I saw Venom. But it was There me. is that Spider-Man where they all meet each other. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah it's all different Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man. Yep. Sp- Spider-Man. Well, so, okay, just so you know, so far, that's I've met me from the future, us from the future, and me as a girl. What's plural yeah. Bobby's? Bobby? Bobby's, yeah. Bobby's. <laughs> oh, so, so what's next? I don't know, dude. I never knew there was a bizarro me. Huh. Yeah. I know. I wish I could get Caitlin on the phone. She doesn't want to come on the air, but I wish I could get on the phone. <laughs> she would She would totally back up the story. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Whoa, whoa. Bobby Bones. I'm doing my best to be healthier, including cleaning up my diet. I only buy healthy food. That's all I have at home. And I'm doing better. But I'm constantly tempted with junk food everywhere I go. My coworkers, my family, and my friends are always offering me food that I decided I don't want anymore. It's getting harder. Short of cutting everyone out of my life. Well, okay. Well, How do I resist temptation to eat junk food when it's always being offered to me? Signed, Recovering Food Junkie. Um, here's what I do. Everybody's different. We all are impulsed by different things. We all want different things. Heck, we have different taste buds. For example, I love sugar. Can't get enough of it. My wife loves bread. We'd both, I'd eat so much sugar that I popped and she'd do the same thing with bread, right? So every single person is built every single different way. Don't compare yourself to anybody, period. So I'm gonna leave that there. Secondly, if this is what you want, you've got to set up kind of rules for yourself and also just put yourself in the best situation. Uh, we are our environment. What I like to do is if I have a goal, I put it on my lock screen. So I see it all the time and it just reminds me, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be food, any goal you have. If it's, you know, I'm trying to finish a book a month, not me, but if that's what I, on my lock screen, I put finish a, because the more you see it, the more it comes into your conscious and subconscious, the more time you're going to spend on, well, going, I don't know. And the more time you go, I don't know, the more time you're going to go, yeah, I'm going to do it. 
Because it's just the more times you question yourself, law of averages, you're going to do a little bit more. It's just you don't think about it for a long time and you won't do it. So that's why people used to put, you know, things on the refrigerator or the magnet because you go to the fridge a lot. Well, now that's the phone screen. So this isn't just a food thing. This is an anything thing. If you want to be better at it, put it where your eyes are a lot. And that's on the front of your phone. So put it on the lock screen and also know that it's a process. If it were easy, everybody would do it. It ain't easy. I was listening to Dave Ramsey the other day. This woman called in. She was like, Dave, Dave Ramsey, big money guy. She goes, I'm in debt. You know, it's how a lot of these calls start. And Dave's like, oh boy. <laughs> and he's like, how much? She goes, $1 million. And he goes, how much is that your mortgage? And she goes, $300,000. And he's like, you have 700000 not in your mortgage. She's like, yeah, my husband too. We, uh, you know, we both went to, got advanced degrees and we both, da, 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 da. And she just, obviously a very intelligent person, but made some bad decisions. And Dave Ramsey's like, well, this is going to suck. Your life's going to suck for the next three years because you're about to live 10 times worse than you're living now. And so prepare for your next three years to be terrible. And I was like, I felt that. Like, you have to sometimes make really drastic changes to actually see just a little bit of difference there. But I remember Dave, I was like, man, I put that on on my phone screen. Don't spend a dollar. If that were me, I'd put that on my lock screen. He was like, you can't spend any money at all. And that's what I would put on my phone screen. I remember thinking that after that call. But he was like, life is going to suck for you. That's hardcore. But, but That's then hardcore. after that. Did you hear that call? For, no, but oh, I'm saying. I, I thought we were listening at the same time. <laughs> no, I follow them on Instagram and I feel like I see a lot of those too. And then after that comes the freedom. Yeah, some, so of, them, like, yeah. some of them come in. Yeah, and, and then like, they celebrate. Yeah. They're like, yeah. I'm debt free. Anyway, uh, put it on your phone screen. Set a goal. Know that nobody's perfect. Nobody gets their goal immediately. If it were easy, everybody would be doing it. But just stay consistent. Say 70%. You say 70%, eventually you'll knock it out. All right? Good luck, food, being a better parent, exercising, reading books, whatever it is. Put on my lock screen, be a better parent. <laughs> hey, might need to. Well, if you put specific things that you can do better. Pay attention to your children. How about your boss? Be nice to your boss? Yeah, put that on there. Oh, okay. Get your boss a gift. <laughs> okay. Boss's day is always lonely. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. This story is so good about Willie Nelson. So Corey Kent is on the Bobby cast as of today. Corey just had a number one song with this one called Wild As Her. Windows down in the winter keep her heart hanging on out if it's So his career's crazy. It takes all these turns. But basically Willie Nelson was like, hey, kid, sitting in the crowd, come sing on stage with me. It's wild. He found a piece of cardboard at a concert venue Got a Sharpie for an employee, wrote on the sign. It said, it's my dream to play a song with you. I just want to play the story. It's wild. He credits this to really pursuing a career in music. So Corey Kent, who just had a number one song, this is him on the Bobby cast talking about Willie Nelson. When I was 16, I had like this chance encounter with Willie Nelson. I drove down to, he's playing at the Spirit Bank Event Center, which I don't even think exists anymore. I walked in and I went to the concession stand and like asked this sweet old lady that was working there. I was like, can you find me some cardboard and a marker? And we made it happen. I wrote a sign. It said, uh, it's my dream to play a song with you. So I hold the sign up and Willie leans over, takes the bandana off his head, throws it at me, like pretty much saying, hey, I see you, but put the sign down. So I took the bandana and I put it in my pocket and then I held the sign back up. And he (laughs) comes over there again and throws me another bandana, like for real, dude, you got to put the sign down. Thanks for coming. And I took the bandana and I, 
can feel the tension behind me at this point. So I turn around to the guy behind me and I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. I got to do this. I hold the sign back up again. And then Willie finally leans over and he's like, all right, kid, what do you want to sing? And I was like, because of that moment that I always had in all these shows that I was like tormented by of like, that should be me. What would I do? I was like, instantly, I was like, Milk Cow Blues. And he was like, why does this kid know a 1930s Dust Bowl Western swing song? And it's honestly because I knew nobody at that concert wanted to see Corey sing Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. They wanted to see Willie sing that. And that's not a realistic expectation to have. So I was like, I'm going to play a song that I know that Willie knows, that I've seen him cover before that he loves that's not his and the band's gonna know because it's a standard and so he goes well get up here and dude the next 10 minutes is a complete blur i ended up walking past security the song's already started i walk up to the mic and he goes what's your name i was like Corey, and he goes this is Corey, everybody and crowd's like the first thought crosses my mind is like nobody is gonna believe this and so i walk up to the mic and willie looks over at me and he's like standing really close to the mic and i walk up and i start singing the first few words and he's like i'll never forget this moment dude he just gives me the biggest ear-to-ear grin and backs off the mic and nods and just like just plays just plays and lets me sing the whole song and at one point you know i definitely took out a flip phone and tried to take a picture because i was like nobody's gonna believe this i was shaking so bad that the picture you can't even tell who's in the picture and I walk, that was in the like solo section instrumental. I walk back to the, up to the mic, finish the, finish the song and make my way back to my seat. I sit down and the guy behind me taps me on the shoulders and I'm like, oh God, this guy's going to lay into me. And he goes, Hey, if you don't hold the sign up again, I'll send you the video that I just took. Oh, come on. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> no freaking way. And so he's like the only dude in the whole crowd that got footage of this. And it's the only video that exists. It's on YouTube. And it's super blurry because I think it was like a handheld camera or something, like a cam. It was not an iPhone. That was such a cool, like, full circle moment of, you know, the guy that I totally have been pissing off for the last hour. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. something good. The city of Boston is trying something really, really cool at bus stops around the city. So they're doing these free digital libraries. So all it is is a QR code. And if you have a phone, you scan it and you're riding the bus. And it's got ebooks, audiobooks, it's got e-magazines, all sorts of stuff that you can do while you're riding the bus. And it's all for free up to August. They're going to try it out. And if it's cool, they'll do it in all the bus stops. Well, it's not just to give people something to do while they ride the bus. It's to give people a shot at some education maybe they didn't know. It's to learn. They I mean, read books. I mean, that sounds awesome, but that's not what they're going with <laughs> they're just going well, with of course that's not what they're going with what you do is hey have fun everybody <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but the real reason is learn they're hoping that a lot of folks will use this in a positive way as well and not just read spider-man on a bus right, right, right. although spider-man's probably available on ebook that's pretty awesome dude that is awesome yeah did you ever collect comic books no i, I was i didn't i did baseball cards and stuff like that me yeah. comic book? no I don't know. no i didn't even know a single person who collected mike you did though huh? i do now you did as a kid no you do now? Yeah. Should we get into this? No, I just wonder because I said Spider-Man. I was like, you know, people always say, oh, I collected comic books as a kid. I actually didn't know a single person that collected comic books. I knew a lot of people that collected baseball cards. Yeah. What would you collect? Anything? No. I didn't collect yeah, the dolls. Well, I didn't collect them. My grandma kept oh. giving them to me every birthday and Christmas. Madam Alexander. I did accept... Um, collect encyclopedias i'd buy one at a time i'd save up and buy one at a time from the store they had them on the wall at the grocery store because the letters the, the letters yeah huh. you don't need encyclopedias anymore but yeah. but you get a a through a l and then a l through a z and 
I'd save up and I'd buy one and I'd pretty much read the whole thing. But imagine, that's what's great about these ebooks now, yeah. which is my point. Education. You don't even need inside. It's all right there. Well, see, I saw audiobooks and it made me think of you. You had to read your entire book, right? For audiobooks? Miserable. Yeah. Both, all three of them, even Stanley the Dog. That's great. How long does that take you, like, to read your whole book? Like 14 hours of audio, of, of being in there. So, like, three days. So three, that's not well, bad. Well, I would do the radio show. Yeah. And then I would go and just read my book for hours. My voice would be shot. But the Stanley book was hard because I'd be like, I was doing voices too. Uh, great story, City of Boston. Two thumbs up to you. Anytime you can get books in people's hands, that's great. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Lunchbox asks us a lot. Asks me a lot. Hey, how can I do more stuff? Like, how do public speaking? I want to do public speaking. And so we finally had one. And Amy was the first one to tell me about it. He did a career day Zoom and you saw him do this? Yeah, not only did I see him do it, but he roped me into it. I am in the room doing other things, and he throws to me. And there's like a newscaster to weatherman. Oh, let's go over to Amy for the skinny. Toss it on over to Amy because she's got advice for y'all too. Okay, let me let's rewind. My head's down in my computer. I'm trying to do my thing, and now all of a sudden, I'm just whipping out advice for small children. Funny way to talk about it, but (laughs) lunchbox. So, how old are these kids? Seniors Uh, in high school? No, they're (laughs) elementary school. So K through fifth. Yeah. Career day. Wait, that's a big gap, K through five. Like, how old were they? Well, I mean, we were talking mainly to the fourth and fifth graders, and then I don't know if they they were recording it, and I don't know if they were going to show it to other classes or not. So I believe maybe the whole school saw it. I don't know, but mainly it was fourth and fifth graders. I don't think the whole school saw it. There's no no way they re-aired that. (laughs) So, Correction, it wasn't a Zoom. It was a video he recorded and he wrote me into it too. I had to edit it. Wait, it wasn't live? No, there was a live version and then Lunchbox, I honestly think he's assuming they want to reuse it. So it was recorded as well. Like, so I don't know how he got it. He did, he had to get Morgan to help him figure out how to do it. He recorded on his Zoom to send it back to them? Yes, that's correct. Okay. How, Mm -hmm. first of all, how did it go? You're talking to fourth graders. How did you think it went, Lunchbox? Well, man, let me tell you my. Public speaking circuit kind of got off to a rough start because right away I started out with, "What's up, Desson Elementary? Let's go!" And then why are you get, yelling at him? And then I get, well, because I'm trying to get him hyped, trying to get him hyped. And then I get a text on my phone that says, "Hey, it's Pflugerville Elementary, not Desson." I like, got the wrong name. He said oh. Dallas to Houston. I was like, "My bad." <laughs> all right, what's the clip we have here, lunchbox? Uh, it's me messing up the name. What's up, Dessau Elementary? I am Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show. We do this little radio show all across America. So what's crazy is, here, here's what's crazy. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. You guys are down there in Pflugerville. You're going to elementary school, and you're like, how can you be on the radio here? Here's the truth. I don't know. I don't know how any of this works, but it is the <laughs> coolest job in the world, guys. Let me tell you. Okay. Yeah, he's like definitely I just, yelling at them. Two things. One, you did say the wrong place. And then two, I wouldn't start off your speech with what you don't know. Oh. That's good uh, advice. Later on, you can do that. He was telling them, which you might agree with this because you've actually said this to college kids. But he's like, the best part is you don't need a college education. I didn't finish college. <laughs> Probably not the way I would have used that with fourth graders. What do you mean? I you got to be honest with him. You can't lie to him. I was kicked out of a university from speaking because I told them they should study other things, not radio. If they wanted to do radio, they just should get involved. 
That's different. They're telling fourth graders, <laughs> I didn't even go to college. Look at me. What was your main message? What was their takeaway as fourth graders from watching you speak at career day? Man, just set your dreams high and shoot for the stars, man. Okay, wow. then make that that's a good. thing. I did. I told them that. <laughs> but that's also two cliche sentences that you just threw in there. I was like, you know, you shoot for every star, and you know, maybe, or aim for the moon. Maybe you'll hit a star, or, you know, maybe you'll... No, 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 it's aim for, aim for the stars, land on a cloud. Yeah, something still, like that. Oh, or maybe yeah. you'll hit rock bottom, but that's okay. No, 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 no. Oh, no. That's a different oh, class. No. no, 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 it's a different one. Okay. We're, we're working here. Work in progress. Fair? Fair. I think we should have Lunchbox make a speech and have to motivate us one morning. Ooh, that'd be cool. And do it here for us on stage like he's giving a public. And then if it's good, we can send him out to do some talks. Well, the beauty of that is if he's motivating us and it's on air, then he's also motivating every listener. Correct. But then it's maybe in a different, maybe in a, why? Because they already heard it. They yeah, then they already it. heard it. No one's going to hire me. See, that's what I'm saying. You got to uh, worry about people hearing your stuff. Put your phones away. We can't record it. Can't have it on the pod. If you listen live, you can hear it. <laughs> okay, dude, deal. He'll never hear the podcast anyway. Who cares? <laughs> Guitarpickreviews.com had the most iconic guitar solos ever. Now, I don't see them. I don't know them. But Ray's going to play it from the beginning. Write your answer down. Let's see how many guitar solos we can get. Okay? And you're playing? I'm going to play. Oh, boy. So this is the example we played before the break. Go ahead. That's Freebird. Here's what we're going to do, Amy, because I know... You're like, ah, oh, I'm never going to win this. You and Lunchbox, if either one of you get it, that's a point. You're playing together. Okay. Lunch, you in? Yeah, that's fine. I, I mean, I was going to win either way. So it yeah, doesn't I don't okay. know if that's true, but Amy looked defeated from the beginning. So you two will will play okay. as, a, as a team. Okay, go Let's go, Amy. I need more confidence in you. Believe in yourself. Wait. Well, I didn't get Freebird when we sampled it. Oh, you didn't know that one? No. But Lunchbox would have gotten that. I, I yeah. got it once you played the hook that told Said me free what it birds. was. Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Five of them. Go ahead. I'm in. Feeling it, Yeah, it took me a second. Hey, Amy, you have that? Lunchbox, you have that? Yeah, I got that one. Okay, I'm in. All I kept going... Ray, would you hit that from the beginning again? All that I kept doing was like... Yeah, yeah, me too. And I had to get there. I was doing... Lunchbox, what do you have? I had to go to the ah part. Blackbird. Mm -mm. Blackbird's pretty slow. Blackbird. Yeah, Amy? Free falling. Nah. Good effort, though, guys. You have Stairway to Heaven? Stairway. Yeah, me too. Come on. It's a loser of you to just say Stairway, though, to act What do you cooler. mean, dude? It's Stairway uh, by, by Zeppelin. Hey, you by Zepp. You should get penalized for being a, being a DB with your answer. All right, here we go. Number two. I'm in. Oh, man. I'm going to be a DB with this one. Come on. Oh, here we go. Wait, how are you going to do that? I can't help it. My fingers, they got to speak. They got to dance. Amy, Lunchbox, you guys in? Oh, yeah, Yeah. man. I had to change it, but yeah, I got it. Lunchbox? I got beat it. Amy? Beat it. I got beat. Okay, cool guy. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I got it. I got got two points. I got both. No, you got one point. If either one of you get it, you get it. 
Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang it. I mean, it does kind of sound like Billie Jean. You know that's Eddie Van Halen? I, do you think they care? No, no, no. Yeah, do you think I, I don't know who that is? No, not really. You don't know who Eddie Van Halen is? Who? Him? He's so a musician. What, do you, what band do you think Eddie Van Halen's from, Lunchbox? <sighs> oh, my God. Stop it. This is ridiculous. Mm. He's, he's kidding. Aerosmith. Is he, no, he's from Van Halen. His name's Eddie Van Halen. Are you serious, oh. Lunch? Whoops. I know. I was being serious. Okay. All right. <laughs> next up. Come on, man. You got this. You said you're going to win without her. Yeah. yeah I didn't know they were We could have combined hard. their scores. We should have. I know. All right. Let's do it. Nah. <laughs> let's go. Okay. Lunchbox, what do you have? Walk this way. Amy? Sweet child of mine. It is sweet child of mine. Wow. Yeah. Let's go. Good job. Is that the same band as me, what I had? No. 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 I okay. Had, all I had to do was I had to keep going. Where do we go now? Yeah. Where do, I had to get there in my mind. Good job, Amy. Thank you. All right. We have two more. Go. In. Lunchbox, is she better than you? No, I got that. Okay. Lunchbox. Santana. <laughs> yeah, it's a good song. That's not it. That's an artist, Lunchbox. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I get the artist right? No. No, yeah. no, no. Not even close. Amy. California. Odd way to sing it, but wow. okay. Yes. With a Spanish accent. Yes. Absolutely. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> I have Hotel California. Hotel California. Eddie. Hotel California. Yeah, yeah. All right, one more for the edits for the win. Come on. Uh, go. I'm in. Santana. No, I ain't Santana. Oh, no. You said you're in. What do you, mean? you said you're in. That's the no thing about saying way. you're in. Yes, Mike did not say he's in. Dude, I'm in trouble. He wrote it's it down. So I didn't know you sure. can't change it. Don't let him change it. We're talking over that last I think, part. I think you're out of it. Yeah, anyway. Amy, we, we played a lot of it. Okay. You think you're hearing that little slide is going to change? I'm so I, I just wanted to try to get it. Okay. Do you want to guess, though? Do you want to hear more of it again? I'm sorry. Just the, just the end. Ray, would you? I'm yeah. sorry. I really. Okay. Just the end. What's he, What's he doing? doing? He, he, he talks talking. in the song. Who's talking? Y'all. The guy talks in the song. No, he sings. No, he sings. I give up. Y'all keep talking uh, towards the part I want to hear. Amy, go. What do you want? I don't know. I don't. Okay. Watchbox. Desert Eagle. Ooh. <laughs> no, that's the tattoo you want. Yes. Uh, Eddie? Uh, I put Purple Haze, but that's not it. It's all along the watchtower. Of course. All along the watchtower. So dumb. Yeah. You know why that's so dumb for you especially? Why? Because it's a Dylan song? Bob Dylan song. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I won. 
Yeah, well, I mean, we're not surprised. You're unbelievable. Oh, come on, baby. Okay, so who would you take? Lunchbox or Amy? Ooh, in a battle that? of guitar solos. That's we can, tough. We could play with just those two and do a side bet. I'll go Amy. Okay. I'll take Santana. And you are such a chump. I'll take Santana. I'll take Santana. How many points did he get that game? I don't. That's a good question. Oh, I think we quit counting on you guys. Mike, they got three total. No, I got three myself. Uh, wrong. Got one. Okay, so there. I got three. You got one. Great. We we weren't playing for anything then. <laughs> we for real. Guess what? Right, Daddy ta- comes to well, play later on. I'll take Daddy. Okay. Okay. I'll take Daddy in a little bit. All right. This is Christina from Henderson, Nevada. I'm here with my daughter, Katarina, and she has a morning corny for Amy. What's the difference between a rich cloud and a poor cloud? A rich cloud can make it rain. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Love the show. It's it's cute. Make it it rain. Yeah, I I love it. it. I thought there was something more to it. I was missing it. (laughs) I realized there wasn't. Lisa from Marion, Iowa. I have a crazy question for you. I am wondering, every time a caller calls in and says, good morning, studio, and then the studio replies, is that you pushing a button or is everybody actually replying? Because it sounds the same every time. Just a silly question. So thanks. Great question. That's us live. And we don't have a button that does that. If we did, it would not be on time because I would screw it up or the building would go down like it does sometimes like an hour because we don't have an engineer it's just a whole thing i mean it's so i use this to complain um, about lack of engineering it's become like a natural yeah. reflex sometimes <laughs> sometimes we've even responded to voicemails no, you have you. when you're not oh. really paying attention yeah we don't yeah. well yeah so if somebody calls in and goes morning studio we yell it back it's we've been doing it for years don't know how it started but it is always live Amy's pile of stories. Uber put out a bunch of updates, including that teenagers can now book rides ages 13 to 17 and they can ride alone. What was the rule there? I'm not sure the exact rule, but some 13 year olds like don't have an app, the app, so they can't book the ride. And so now you don't even need the app. You can call 833 well, use Uber. A, let's call it taxi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going back to where it was and we're acting like it's new again. People are using earbuds with wires again and they're like now the new earbuds you won't lose no 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 <laughs> we had those no we ours. had those whenever <laughs> yeah. the iphone or yes uh so 13 year olds maybe they had to use their parents account before. yeah well and that's another thing too is family accounts can now be all linked up together you can have multiple and parents can book rides for their kids like i don't know just as a parent i, I would want to really really monitor really closely if i was putting my 13 year old in an uber to get somewhere although it would come in handy or it will <laughs> yeah i would think it's mostly fine oh it says as long here? as you get kind of lucky <laughs> It is a kid, right? You don't have to really worry that. <laughs> to quote them specifically, Uber says only highly rated and experienced drivers will be able to give rides Yeesh. to teens. No kid crimes. You can drive <laughs> kid Uber. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Which you, you'll also now have the ability to reserve a ride with a car seat. So if Ooh, that was not existent. I love that. Uh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Dude, it was you tricky. Order an Uber. So we wanted to go to, like, say, a, a basketball game downtown. We'd have to take the car seat and then take the car seat with us in the you game. You put in the Uber? Yeah. And you carry it into the game? <laughs> and we had to take it into the game <laughs> and check it. Are they Are they like, why are you putting a car seat in my car? <laughs> no, I mean, that, that's, that's, that's the, the rule. That was the rule. Until but still, now. if I were an Uber driver... I would just think it's weird that somebody's throwing a car seat in my car. Dude, I love that those are, that's an option now. That's oh, great. Okay. Um, yeah, me too. Who cares? I don't know. I'm <laughs> All right, go ahead. A bride is going viral for her cost efficient decision to serve 
Chili's at her wedding. Uh, typically, the bill for wedding guests to eat is around $75 a guest, which for her wedding would have been $7,500. However, she went with Chili's, so she paid under $2,000. She did chicken tenders, sliders, Cajun chicken pasta, and salad. Well, the question I guess I have about that is, did she get her baby back, baby back, baby back? Did she get baby back, baby back, baby back? Did she get baby back, baby back, baby back, Barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. Which, I guess, it's just, this is, I'm glad that it's going viral. Yeah, you did. That was late night. That's true, you did have two meals. I thought about that, and I... You served yeah, us that's true. well. It's a little different. Yeah, right. I did. I forget. We had a... We had a di- I have no idea how much. I'm be honest with you. I don't know how much my wedding cost. Okay. Well, I know it's the wedding kind of cost. Uh, but I don't know how much the food... I have no idea. I'll be honest. You, I don't- that food was... It was nice. Nice. <laughs> so much so that my daughter went up to your house because you got... or Yeah. And she got Tupperware from your drawer... And she went back and collected steak that people weren't eating. I felt that. that says a and lot. She, if she we hadn't left right after that to go on a honeymoon, we probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. 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 It's pretty good. Yeah. So I don't, I don't want to see the bill. <laughs> you guys have it. By any chance only. Use this viral story as encouragement. If you're planning a wedding, just have what you want. Don't feel like you have to have certain things. If Chili's is your favorite, go for it. Taco Bell, go for it. Sonic, it's your go wedding, for it. your day. Yeah. Do what That's you right. want to do. Uh, I'm going to let Garth Brooks do the talking on this one because he recently shared on the Kelly Clarkson show that he once showered with Steven Tyler. Mm-hmm. I showered with him. Oh, wait, you covered the fever. The last... Did you say I showered? I showered with him. <laughs> so we're playing the last play at Shea, Billy Joel. They're getting ready to tear down Chase Stadium, New York. I go out there and I'm late anyway, and they have just the, the baseball showers. And I'm in there showering, getting ready for the show. And I soak my eyes and look around. And there's Steven Tyler. He's showering too. Hey, how you doing? And so it just, it was, um, how many people get to say that? Right? Well, who knows? <laughs> I guess the weirdest part about it to me is that Garth showers before a show. Yeah, that is weird. Because unless I got some mommy, I ain't showering before a show. Cause I, oh, yeah, because he, he runs around a lot. Yeah, I mean, after a show, I get yeah. But So they're both naked. Probably. That's what, well, yeah. that's what you do in a shower. You yeah. showered in well, a swimsuit? I don't know. I mean, you know, some people. Shard on, <laughs> like you like you swim. Yeah. Exactly. You right, peed next to celebrities. Oh, I got a whole list of them here. The first one was uh, Kix Brooks. Peed right next to him. How was that? Pretty memorable because it's the first one I ever had. It's my first. You always remember your first. <laughs> always. I was like, that's Kix Brooks from Brooks and I. I was in Austin. Mm-hmm. I was like, look at this. Then we had a guy that also worked in the building that used the bathroom completely naked. Okay. He'd take all his clothes off. And it's weird. But uh, yeah, that's what's up. And real quick about Garth, he added 18 new dates to his Vegas residency. They're all in 2024, and you can have GarthBrooks.com for details. Okay. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Jamil was so excited. It was about to be his 12th birthday. Mom, Mom, I want to have a party. She was like, all right, son, what do you want to do? And he said, I want it to be slime-themed. She goes, good. She made invitations. He handed them out to everyone in the class and said, RSVP to this email address. Ding, response. Oh, sorry, can of 10. Ding, another response. Can of 10. None of his friends were coming to the birthday party. Nobody. So the mom's like, oh, no, he's going to be there by himself. He's so sad. And she goes to Facebook and says, hey, my son is having a birthday party tomorrow. It is a slime-themed obstacle course. Can anyone come? 40 strangers showed up. Uh, weird. 
That is a little yeah, weird. They, they all show up weird. in like overcoats, trench coats. <laughs> no, I'm sure there were people from the neighborhood and they're all background check uh, uh, thoroughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we yes, hope. Yes. What I like though is that these other kids who couldn't come RSVP'd no. That's actually pretty polite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. Instead can't of come, just sorry. like not responding. Yeah, instead of being like, I don't like you. Because yeah. I paid for an old gym once, I rented it out and had a party. Brother were roller skates and nobody RSVP'd no to me. They just didn't come. This is a tough one. I like that story. We said I had cones. We set up to play volleyball, hockey with roller skates in the gym after basketball. It's just like me and the youth director from church playing one on one. Sorry, man. It's all right. <laughs> I, I was thirty one. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No one RSVP. So uh, good for everybody in the neighborhood. We made a joke, but good for everybody for showing up for the kid. Although I don't want to go to a slime party either, if I'm being honest. It's too dirty, too yeah. messy. Yeah, yeah, I went to a phone party once and I itched for like two weeks. Oh, oh phone yeah. parties are I- so awesome. No. At oh. Joe's Big Bamboo, they had a phone party <laughs> and it went all the way up to like, phone was like all the way up to above your nipples and everybody just dancing. And, go, and I was like, this is so much fun. And the next day I was like, oh, I can't stop itching. For two weeks, I itched. That's terrible. It's yeah. not telling me something good. College though, that was the thing. Yeah, that's probably when I did it too. Yeah. It I never popular. got invited to one. I only went to ones you had to pay to get in. Uh-huh. At Joe's Big Bamboo. Like okay. some frats had them, but I never got invited to those. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Every time I go on a trip, if I'm traveling for work, if I'm traveling for vacation, if it's like an extended away, I find myself packing an extra bag with essentials, you know, do I have like four tubes of toothpaste just in case, or supplies, you know what I mean, right? That's all in the past because people can sign up for Target Circle 360, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go, which for me, when I'm talking about packing, it allows me, it could be for a vacation for you, it could be me working, uh, it allows me not to pack as much because it'll all be waiting for me at my destination. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.